Welcome to Ompai Nation. I'm Lehman. And I'm Lynn. And we're here to tackle life's tough and humorous topics. We're not experts, <laughs> but we have experiences and opinions galore. I couldn't even make it. I know. I you, even, you owe me a dollar now. It. Oh, man. You owe me one dollar. You lost the bet. <laughs> <sighs> I listened to last week. Yep. And even just like. The anticipation of you, because I think you did the intro last week, too. I did. The anticipation of you finishing the sentence, I, like, already am so excited I start laughing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a given. <laughs> it's a given. Um, but also... It's like when... Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you need laughter. We I all, do. We all need laughter. So it's a good thing. Plus, I won a dollar. So it's awesome. Great. <laughs> it's also like when your mom tells you and your sister not to talk anymore and you share a bedroom and it's bedtime yeah and if she hears another peep (laughs) she's gonna come in there and you know well we got spanked but she was gonna come in there and spank us and my sister would go peep (laughs) (laughs) And then we would bust into laughter, and then I always got spanked way harder than my sister, and she will attest to that. Uh, are you the older one? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. The oldest yeah. always gets it the worst. Yep. Yep. Because you should know better. Uh, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, how uh, are you? Oh, I'm great. Um, you know, uh, the world is, fa- well, not the world. The United States is falling apart. We, if we weren't already, yep. we are a complete laughing stock after the debate this week, which was what one of three. One, I don't know how many are scheduled. Uh, supposedly three. Um, okay, I was super smart and opted out of the debate, right? But then I heard about it the next day, so I'm like, meh, should have just watched it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep, so we're being um laughed at laughed at quite a bit uh and now there's some new calls for the next debate yes they want a particular person to be the moderator because chris wallace did not do a great job i saw a meme that made me laugh and it said chris wallace's performance during the debate proves the point that kindergarten teachers are underpaid (laughs) Yeah, it does. <laughs> and that really made me chuckle because it's spot on. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it was perfect. Um, and I then I thought like t- like later, you know, I've seen some other people saying like all Chris Wallace needed was a mute button. Hmm. It should be a virtual debate and Chris Wallace or whomever the, the uh, moderator is can just hit mute for the two minutes that the other person gets to talk. Yeah. I mean, we, we don't, that is not how we communicate to each other, with each other. That's not a conversation. No, no. Um, (laughs) It just, it makes me chuckle because, um, (laughs) like the, that's the president and that's the guy that's run against the president and they can't be mature. But hey, 
<sighs> okay, we're yeah. not here to talk about that. No, I like no. the last thing I want to do is no politics. I don't want to talk about COVID yep. or politics. I just want to pretend like you and me are talking and there's and everything's fine. <laughs> Everything is fine. Um, <laughs> so this week I'm actually I'm pretty jazzed up. I know you're pretty jazzed up. I'm using an old man term because that's how excited I am. <laughs> Um, so like, I'm sure people know, well, actually we probably could have some new listeners. Um, so we're 50 miles apart and we're able to do this through the amazing world of technology. Um, even though technology has tried to kill both of us multiple times during Mercury retrograde. Um, so, you know, I'm up in Bowdoin, Maine, you're down in Biddeford, 50 miles apart. We're doing this thing. Um, on the phone on the phone yep um which i know kids it's it's really weird that we're talking on the phone <laughs> but uh i'm pretty i'm pretty excited um so this i think this week kind of came out of so we had a brainstorming session like hey these are the topics we, we want to cover um and one of them was music but it it, it became really apparent quickly to me if we talked about music all we would do is say do you like old metallica and i would say yes i like old metallica it would be just two hours of us agreeing about what music we like true oh. and maybe you would school me a little bit maybe but you know what and this is this is this is a lesson though when it comes to having bias about people when i first met you you are a yoga instructor and then you're like, I like old Metallica. And I just remember like stepping back and being like, what? <laughs> like, if you were to guess based on my appearance, what would you think I listened to? Um, hmm. That's hard. Um, so, you know, I do know at this point, a few people that are either yoga students or practitioners, teachers, all that. And I guess it would be like jam band music, like well, or like widespread panic or something like that. Chris fits that bill. Okay, all right. So, which there's nothing wrong with that. No, um, totally. I actually found myself when I was taking Chris's class, mm -hmm. and he was playing like I don't know, Fish or. What are the, he's got some local friends that have a band and okay. now the name is, is escaping me or like the string cheese incident or like things like that. Yeah. I was kind of singing along. So I'm at least familiar enough with jam band music. It's not mm -hmm. my go-to. Okay. So that's, that's what I was kind of like assuming that you would probably be into. Right. Like peace, love and harmony yeah and then you drop some knowledge on me i'm like hmm. <laughs> and then i know we've talked about it the lovely button that you wear on your jacket which one uh dead men can't cat call i sadly have retired that to the end table okay off my jacket because now I wear my jacket in a public school building oh, and I didn't no. think it was appropriate. No, no, you'd, you'd probably get talked to um, yeah. some administrator about, you know, 
<laughs> around kids. <laughs> but like when that button and then I think, it, yeah, it was the button first before the music. And then, so I saw that button. I was like, oh, like Linz doesn't play. <laughs> um, and then you told me like your taste in music. And I'm like, see, that makes sense. <laughs> but what I, what I wonder though, is like when you, cause you've said like, oh, when I'm 65, I'll wear like the flowy dresses and blah, 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 blah. I'm just imagining like flowy linen pants. I see. I can't like, I don't know. No, no. Nah, like if you're going to stay true to your musical roots, you can't do it. Like, <laughs> did you ever see meet the Fockers? Oh yeah. Okay. That's probably dating us, but, or aging us, yeah. whatever the phrase is. Um, when we go, when we all go to like meet Ben's parent, Ben Stiller's parents, mm-hmm. and she's like a sex, his mom's like a sex therapist, and she's wearing like, you know, bohemian clothing. Yeah. I just and I would like, I mean, you know, at a in in my sixties, I'm I'm assuming my body will look a little bit different, and I just will be like comfort over image, even though I'm already that way. <laughs> <laughs> more more comfort over function, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um But then But maybe I, you're right cuz then like I'm not that way. No, no. And and then with everything that's coming really quickly, 65 is going to be like 35. The new Yeah, the new 40. Yeah, like you're even though like I mean uh and I'm really going to date myself and I'm, you might date yourself a little bit. You remember golden girls, right? Yes, I do. So when that show started, the actress that played Blanche is 50. No. Yup. Oh my gosh. 50 looks so different now. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez. Is 50. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Jenny from the block. Yep. So that's where we're going. The, the wonderment of uh, exercise and supplementation, we're, we're, going, yeah. we're going places. Wow. Yeah. So you're, you know, by the time, because you got a few years till you even, you know, hit 40, even, even in the next, you know, 10 years, there's going to be so many advancements that aging is just going to slow down. Yeah. And I think some of that's lifestyle. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you you tend to be pretty healthy. Yeah. Yeah, so you got And this. I'm trying to, like, regulate my levels of stress, which is <laughs> extremely challenging this year. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> um, uh, we're not going to... Yeah, we're not going to say those two things right now. Um, <laughs> but... All right. Back okay, to so you started to get a glimpse of you disagreed with with what I imagined for myself at sixty five. Yeah, which you brought to my attention, and I appreciate it because I think you're right. Hmm. I'm a little more punk rock. Yep. And I've always kind of been. I've always described my style as sporty hippie. Okay, I can agree with that. Yeah. It's like a weird, like, I don't know. I don't fit into one category. Mm-hmm. I mean, most people maybe don't, but no. I don't know if anyone could look at me and be like, oh, she's a blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so I think that was a good call on your part to call me out on that. I just, I don't know. I don't think. And then how did it come up? I don't know how it came up that I liked a certain band. Huh. That's a good question. Not just liked, like loved. Yeah, because it was kind of, it was literally, it came up and we immediately went into like every band that we liked. I'm like, I like that one. You're like, I like that one. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like it was. Yeah. Um, because, you know, people don't get to see this. The uh, the best friends picture we send to each other all the time. <laughs> I think that was the first time where it was like, did we just become best friends? Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and, and I would say y- you're responsible for re-sparking me getting into this band. Um, oh, amazing. Because yeah. you do that for me too, because after your text message today and I got in my car after school and I was driving home and I, I had it on full volume yeah jamming out yep to the pot yeah now i bet you there's some people out there right now they're like oh she said she didn't like jam bands the pot well guess what it's not a jam band yeah but sorry i don't know what other phrase to use rocking out um <laughs> rocking out oh god we're old um we are old <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um so turns out you really enjoy the tool and is there the other or is it just tool it's just tool um yeah like you really enjoyed it and i had kind of forgotten like like i've always liked tool i've i've I'm, you know, I remember buying the CDs and, and seeing them. They put on an amazing show in Lewiston, Maine, where oh, they, wow. they played behind a curtain the whole time. You never saw the band. Maynard. Yeah. He I, would do that. Yeah, I was like, this is amazing. Like, a lot of people were upset, and I'm like, no, this is genius. I think I actually heard about that. Was yeah. that in the early 2000s? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was absolutely amazing. Um, I heard about that, and I actually have not seen Tool live. <gasps> Here, I'm. I'll tell you why if you okay. if you're curious. I am curious. Um, for all the grief that Maynard gives, like the man. I'm using air quotes here with my fingers. Okay, the man. I felt like it was a little hypocritical to charge a hundred dollars per seat for a concert. Yeah, yeah, there. So uh, I refused to go. Yeah, <laughs> which is just ridiculous because now I haven't seen my favorite band, <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen other bands that I'm just like fine about right multiple times because the ticket was only $35 and it was like lawn seats and it's a great show right yeah well why couldn't tool do that and i saw a band that i also really loved with lawn seats and they were terrible and now i don't even like them as much what band was that oh incubus oh he brandon what's his name brandon flowers i don't know I think that's his name. Okay. I could be wrong. It was shit. 
yeah. it was utter garbage and i was i was really disappointed and it makes me wonder how much of his stuff was um doctored up mm. i don't know the right words like doctored up to make it sound prettier than their actual vibe was on stage huh wow yeah i was really disappointed i can hear it <laughs> But I've seen Metallica. I've seen Corn. Yep. Do you remember Corn? I do. I. I've seen mm. Limp Biscuit. <laughs> oh, I saw Limp Biscuit open for Primus in Lewiston, Maine. Amazing. Yeah, and I I just remember like being taken aback and being like, "Okay, where's Primus?" <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen Three Eleven. I've seen Aerosmith. I've seen Dave Matthews a bunch. Huh. Okay. Which is a weird, because he falls into more of a jam band kind yes. of situation. Yep, for sure. But he used to go to Saratoga in okay. New York every year. Yep. And he puts on a great show. I mean, it's they're, they're amazing on stage. And a lot of it is improvised. Yeah. Okay. It's just, it's, it's good musicians. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I can definitely say that they're... Yeah, phenomenal musicians, just not my cup of tea. Yeah. So, but Tool has always been since I'd say 98. 98? 98, 99. They, oh. They've been my favorite. Okay. All right. So, well, yeah, I got a few years on you. I remember my first Tool album, I think, was 93. What? Yep. Which one was that? Oh, God. Let me see. Let's I got to look this back. up. Um, which one was that? Undertow. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. Yep. Under Be okay. Yeah. So I actually, heard, when I was in high school, mm -hmm. when I first heard Tool, I also blame the fact that I was in the middle of the country, mm. in the square state in the middle. Yep. At that point. And I bet if I had still been living in Chicago, I would have heard of them sooner. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yep. yep. Because when I moved, that was like right around Alice in Chains and, yep. and Nirvana, which I never liked, and Pearl Jam, which I also never liked. But I went straight as soon as I heard Undertow and Opiate, yep. I think was probably one of the first albums i heard i was in love yeah yeah i just remember because 90 91 like the whole grunge thing hit with like nirvana pearl jam soundgarden oh god soundgarden yeah and then 93 freshman freshman in high school i was like what's this yeah <laughs> um i was like this isn't grunge like these songs are more epic. Uh-huh. Um and it was just like, oh, this is better. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, and I, I know this is a cliche, back when MTV played music videos. Yeah. The music video for sober. Yes. I was like, I don't get this puppeteer thing, but it's also amazing. It was so creepy. Yeah. Yeah. It was so creepy. Yeah. And, but I couldn't stop listening. Nope. 
Oh man. And here Bringing we, me back. Yeah. Well, here we are now. Um, a few years later, <laughs> a few years later. And so yeah, I think a particular album seems to really fit in this year. Yeah. To the point where like I'll be in my work truck listening <laughs> to tool through Spotify and it's like, Oh, just taking a picture of what I'm listening to and sending it to you to be like, yep. Like, and it's just the picture. I don't write anything else. No, you don't need to. Nope. <laughs> it's just so, and it, it's, it's a particular album, particular song for me. That's really been like hitting home for like the past three months. Yeah. So we had one topic idea, but then I was like, you know, this has been like kind of, I, I guess for me, it's been like my theme song for the past three months. <laughs> um, and I know, you know, I think last week um, when we decided like, oh, we got to take a picture because, hey, we did a podcast about the brain. Um, and you were like, yeah, I'll get Yoshi to take a picture of me doing dishes while jamming out the tool. I'm like, of course you you listen to Tool while you're doing dishes. Come on. What else are you going to do? Well, and I have to listen to it through my earbuds because I don't think Young Forest is quite ready for no. Tool. Especially, you know, hooker with a penis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm slowly introducing him to, like, Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, uh, my 18-year-old went, uh, first time he heard Hooker with a Penis, I think it was like a month ago. And he was just like, this is amazing. I was like, you have yeah. no idea. Yeah, um, just wait. Yeah. And then um, my nine-year-old, and, and maybe it was a little bit too early, but he had no problem, like, just turning to me and being like, Dad, my favorite song is The Pot. <laughs> I'm just yes. like, I'm like, I'm super proud of you, but. Also, maybe I should have waited a couple of years. <laughs> I don't know. The the metaphor in there, I think, is really good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think. I think it's okay. I mean, Judah's like. Yeah, even though he's nine, he's, he's. An old man. Yeah. Yeah. Like. He's been, he's been here a few times. Yeah. Yeah, so um, he's in the tool. So it's like, all right. Um, so yeah, I thought we would talk about tool, this particular album, like how it just seems to fit right now. And luckily, Lynn's, and she's mentioned it, is a teacher. <laughs> so she's really good with like words. <laughs> Not always true, but. <laughs> um. So yeah. Well, and I will. I will. Okay. Okay. It was weeks ago. Yep. When I texted you, I think, and or we were talking, because I, for a long time, have always thought that I could connect Tool with a certain other thing that I love. Yeah, I mean, what's that other thing you really love? <laughs> Stop. I know you're keeping count of the number of times I mentioned this thing. Yeah, 4-2. It's 4-2 right now. 
I'm not ready to okay. dive into there yet. Right. But I do have six tabs open up on my computer right now. Wait. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. It's seven tabs. Okay. Um, I'll only use six of them. Okay. But I have lyrics from six songs on this particular album mm-hmm. because this is when I really started figuring out why Tool was so important to me. Ah, excellent. There it is. There That's it is. That's what it is. So what is this epic album that we're discussing? Okay, so the epic album... Mm-hmm is named Anima mm-hmm. or Enema, depending on where you're from. Right. And they do the nice little thing where they've got like the sideways A E combo letter. Mm-hmm. And it's from 1996. Yep. <laughs> yep. And it's still an amazing album. Yeah. I mean, it, oh God, it might be, oof, it's tough. I mean, I, I, I'd have to give it the edge for like the favorite tool album. Wow. That's yeah. big. Yeah. Um, do you have a, like a close second? I mean, undertow is really close. Um, yeah. Undertow is good. Yeah. You know, and it's, but then again, there's so much that's good. It's like, ugh, you know, like, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. it's tough because lateralis was really good for me too. And I yep. think it was pivotal in, in the time of my life. Yeah. And then I had to wait seven years for 10,000 days, yep. which felt like an eternity. Yeah. And then we had to wait almost 10 years mm-hmm. for fear inoculum. Yep. And fear inoculum has been, I've been warming up. Like the more I listen to it, the more I like it. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think that one was just like I had to wait ten years. It did. They've matured so much. And it's like I you know, I was thirty. You know. Well, now it's eleven years, but I, I just remember thinking to myself, like, I was thirty. Wow. <laughs> like I was forty years old when your next album came out. Yeah. Like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you robbed me of my youth. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, it was over 10 years. Yeah, like... But anyway, I, I won't be mad at them for it. Um, no, I wasn't I wasn't mad. I thought they were done, and then I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, yeah. And it's clean. It's a cleaner album. There's actually... I feel like there's even, like, less lyrics, and it's just musically moving. Yeah. Yeah. Is that fair to say? It well, look, listen to me like I'm a music critic or something. <laughs> I mean, I've listened to enough Tiny Desk concerts. I feel like yeah. <laughs> I could do this job. <laughs> there you go. It's easy. You know, you just listen to some music, be like, yep, that's good. That sucks. That's it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's all there is to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't, you don't have to be like, you know, education or anything. Like, I'm an expert. This is good. That sucks. <laughs> Just kidding, all of you music musically inclined people yeah. and music educators. We're yeah. just kidding. Oh, those people are amazing, but music critics, they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> they just needed a job. Yeah, well, <laughs> meh, meh. Yeah, that's oh. what you say to that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we wanted to talk about anima, anima. or enema. How yeah. do you say it? I say anima. Oh, so do I. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, but it, it is funny to do it that way to be like, oh, enema. Like, like you know, like a 16-year-old boy is going to be like, <laughs> enema. Whereas, like, right. As well, an, if they know what that is. Yeah. Oh, I knew. What, yeah, but uh, you're like. That was 96. I mean, so I would have been 17. Okay. But then when you learn, you're like, wait, oh, oh, wait a second. Like, it, this isn't a stupid, like, prepubescent joke. Like, there's legit things going on here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's. Can I tell you a little um, on Urban Dictionary? Yeah, sure. Actually, I'm just reading this for the first time. Okay. The title, the album title, according mm-hmm. to Urban Dictionary, which mm-hmm. is like obviously fact. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> is a combination of the Latin word animus, mm-hmm. meaning intellect, mm-hmm. and enema, mm-hmm. meaning like the procedure of, of ridding yourself of something. Right. Purification. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're smart. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I, I almost feel like, you know, Maynard was foretelling what was coming in 2020 with the title track. Yeah, I mean, so this was 1996 when mm-hmm. this album came out. Yep. So what was going on in the mid 90s that was also applicable here? Well, first of all, didn't we think 2000 was the end of the world? We did, um, because Y2K was going to get us. Oh, yeah, Y2K, <laughs> that was the thing. Like, all these computers only had two zeros, not four <laughs> digits. Yeah. So all the nuclear weapons were going to fire off, and all the planes were going to crash out of the sky. Right. That didn't happen. Right. Um, but here's the thing I... And I wonder if I wonder if you know this. So Anima, the so the album name, but also the title track. So the title track is actually based on a comedy routine. It is. So I don't know if are you familiar with Bill Hicks? I feel like I should be. Well, if you're not, it's okay because he passed away from cancer in 1994. But Bill Hicks is kind of like like on a Mount Rushmore of comedians. Like if, if you talk to any living comedian right now, Bill Hicks was an inspiration. Okay. Oh shoot. I feel like I missed an opportunity to know this person. Oh, he's awesome. Like, okay. You, you got to go on YouTube and, and like, look at his stuff. It's amazing. Okay. Um, so he had a comedy routine about how much he hated the city of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he believed like, <laughs> I don't think it's really changed since, you know, the, the eighties, nineties, he believed everybody in LA was superficial and that they represented like the worst of the United States. Can we still say that? LA. I think some people still believe that. Um, I mean, I think there's a reason why everybody's fleeing California right now. Yeah. Um, and Los Angeles maybe is like the epitome of what's going on in California. Yeah. Um, you know, so, I mean, it's funny, um, Bill Hicks in the comedy routine actually talks about California, like falling off the country into the ocean. Yeah. We've like, yeah, that's just a joke. 
that we all say. So, yeah. And so, but he actually called it like, you know, it's going to fall into the ocean and create Arizona Bay. Okay. So that comedy routine turns out Maynard at the time was a huge Bill Hicks fan. So, Interesting. So Weren't you, there riots happening in the 90s in L.A.? Yep. Uh, Rodney King verdict. Um, also, what else happened in L.A.? Uh, O.J. got away with murder. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I watched that. I was living in Chicago then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and there's always a lot of like unrest, like civil unrest in yeah. L.A. Um, but yeah. Currently, L.A. is home to 80,000 homeless people and they don't think that they've counted all of them. Wow. Um, also that's the headquarters for the entertainment industry. And as we all know now, there's a lot of scumbags in that industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I don't know. I really connect with that song lately. You know, the, uh, the le- well, is it because it's like, like, it's almost a, a plea for getting rid of all of this garbage, all this nonsense, all these things that we think are important that actually aren't. Exactly. So that's, yeah, like, because it's like when you listen, and I know you'll get into some of the lyrics, but for me, when you listen to the lyrics it's not a call for the end of the world. I think you nailed it on the head. It's a call to get rid of all all the garbage, all the crap and start over. Right. Um, The other thing I love about the song too, is how Maynard highlights um, Scientologists. (laughs) Oh, I missed that. I'm reading the lyrics right now. Okay. Um, So it turns out that before this song was written, they performed in an arena that like was owned by L. Ron Hubbard, the founder of the, of Scientology. Oh, that's why it says, I don't want to say it because I don't have to mark this explicit, but one of the lines is fuck L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah. And fuck all his clones. Fuck all those gun toting hip gangster wannabes. Yep. So Maynard highlights everybody in the song that he he feels needs to just be flushed away. Right. And he's actually saying like, learn to swim. And you, yep. I just imagine this like big toilet bowl. Yeah. Where like all of these things and people are being flushed down this big toilet bowl. And he's like, you maybe not wishing death, but like learn to swim. Yeah. Cause shit's going to get real. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's just a, uh, like it, for him, it was a list of people that he could just pretty much do without. He's not saying like they need to die, but he doesn't need them in society. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, I always liked that song. I I'll, I want to tell you a secret about me. All right. Here we go. <laughs> this is a world exclusive. <laughs> I think Yoshi knows it. Okay. I'm certain Yoshi knows this about me. Um, so when I am listening to a song, mm-hmm. I I hear the music, and the music 
moves me like maybe not my body but like inside like I'm feeling it Mm -hmm. and I don't always hear the lyrics the way that they are as a matter of fact I actually rarely ever hear the lyrics the way that they are okay do you remember when when you used to buy a cd and they would put the um they'd put a pamphlet in the front of the the disc case Yep. yep And I really loved it when bands included their lyrics because I needed to see it and hear it at the same time. So I knew what it was actually saying because I can't, I can't distinguish a lot of the words when it's covered up with music. Okay. I get what you're saying. So I end up making up my own lyrics, (laughs) which like it always sounds similar. And I get like, I get a lot of them. But it's usually like the end of the phrase or maybe the reference didn't make sense to me. And so I kind of make up my own words that Mm -hmm. sound alike. But the meaning and the content and the depth of the feeling in the song is still there for me. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel a little vulnerable telling you that because... um, Yoshi can listen to a song and he can hear the words clearly. Right. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't know why I can't. Would you say you're you a, this... a visual learner compared to like an auditory learner? It's funny you asked me this question because I was just telling my friend Christina mm-hmm. that I'm an auditory learner. <laughs> hmm. Because... But now I'm questioning that because I will remember having a conversation with someone. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm thinking about it, like currently while we're talking, I'm looking around my room that I'm sitting in. And I will remember sitting here looking at the room talking to you, even if I don't remember the words that we said. Hmm. So maybe I am a visual. Maybe. It's so interesting. Maybe I'm a little bit of both. You could be. You could also, like your brain could be wired that the music is more important to you than the words. Yeah. I think that's that's a lot true. Yeah. I mean, because these mushy things inside our skulls, everybody fires differently. Yeah. Like, like I'm really, like, I love phenomenal music, but, like, my connection to this song is all about the lyrics like like you when you listen to this you you knew all the words you could hear the words yeah oh yeah yeah and there's there's i can't okay so maybe maybe you're more visual i hear tone of voice Mm -hmm. i hear feeling i hear um intention yep i hear fret for your figure and fret for your latte. Like I hear because he's talking. Right. But I didn't hear see you down in Arizona Bay. Yeah. I never heard that. Really? Nope. I heard followed by millions of dumbfounded dipshits because like I can relate to that. (laughs) I can hear some say we'll see Armageddon soon. But again, Maynard's kind of talking in that section. He is. Yeah. I could hear one great big festering, never heard neon. Really? 
never heard distraction. Oh. I made up my own words. Huh. But I heard I've got a suggestion to keep you all occupied. Yeah. Learn to swim, learn to swim, learn to swim. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So it's funny. It's usually at the end of a, of a phrase. And it's, yeah, that's really interesting. Same thing, even when I was learning Incubus lyrics, like I would have to read them or Metallica lyrics. I'd have to read them and listen over and over and over again to memorize them so I could sing along. See, so you're a visual learner. Yeah. Um, I think, I think <laughs> you've uh, analyzed yourself. <laughs> <laughs> By proxy of tool. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing how that works, huh? <laughs> I have a friend, I was like, I have like a really box presenting friend. Yep. He's a tattoo artist. And I was like, and he's around like our age. Yep. He's, I think, in between us. And one day I was talking to him and I was like, talking about music. And I was like, oh, I kind of stopped like listening to anything new after, I don't know, 2010 maybe 2012 and he was like he just like crushed my bubble and he said um the worst kind of music is nostalgia (laughs) i was like all i listen to is like the things that i've been listening to for a long time because because like you just said this song from 20 years ago yep is still applicable today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it's a, if I'm not listening to a podcast in my truck, I'm listening to music and it's guaranteed. I'm going to listen to tool. Um, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And it's also guaranteed that I'm going to listen to Anima because it's like, even though, I mean, he uses like Los Angeles as like, okay, like visualize this world and what we can do to change. Yeah, but it doesn't, it's not just Los Angeles. No, it's not. So I like, I kind of shift towards like, cause we're on the East coast mm-hmm. and I'm just like, all right, you know, Washington DC is not that far from the ocean. <laughs> So I'll, I'll put that into my head, like, I was, you know, or um, like New York City, too. I kind of feel like New York yeah. City is on the same level as Los Angeles. Yeah. So it's like, it's just, oh, you're right. 24 years later, and it still rings true. Yeah. 24 years. Ugh. Is there a part of the song that, like, really speaks to you? Oh, yeah. Like the ground giving way. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Like when that line hits, I'm like, yep, I would love for the ground to give way. Um, yeah. Or I'm praying for tidal waves. Like, yeah. You know, I don't want, like, I, I truly, I don't, and I hope people, people, a lot of people should understand this out there. Like, I truly don't want, like, a world-ending Armageddon. Right. Yeah. Like I, I don't. But have... you can have those feelings. Like this all sucks. Yep. Go away. Like it's the same thing of like you wanting to hide under the covers or put your head in the sand. It's that same sentiment. Yeah. Yeah. 
but also too, would it be a horrible thing if there was a small little disaster that like w- would like we have to get through? I mean, we are. There's California's on fire. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> like um, still. Yeah, it's yeah. Like I think the whole West Coast at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. You know, because I don't know that like that song kind of brings out in me and I I think this is kind of a problem with the world right now. And I guess I've got to change it to be more correct in today's times. Hard times breeds hard humans. No, I don't like that. But here's the thing. Soft times breed soft humans. So we need... Like, if you take and look at today, 2020, and you go back to, let's just say, even the 60s with everything that was going on with, like, you know, racism and violence and stuff, things are softer now. Like, I feel like this song brings out in me, like, I want the hard times back so Mm -hmm. we get through it. And I think that's what's happening in 2020 is. These are hard times. Yeah, it's not easy. <laughs> um, so th- we have to get through this to have things be better. And that's what that song like just brings out in me. Like, let's get through all of this. So on the other side, we're better. Yeah. And getting rid of all these like superficial people. Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> yeah. Again, I don't want anybody to die, but I, I I want them to wake up and realize like the way they're living, it just doesn't work. Yeah. It's funny. When I first heard this song, I I didn't hear it in a more like, I mean, I was also young. I was in high school mm-hmm. or just out of high school. And it it hit home for me because yeah. I was yet again, like I was the new kid still. Um, did we talk about that? I don't remember. We so by the wait, time I was in high ju- school, did you just I'd been say, to 13 schools. Uh, right. Well, I, I know that, but here's what I just picked up on. Did you say, oh, you were always the new kid. Not that you were into new kids on the block. No, okay. I was not. No. Okay. Were you about to unfriend me? Oh, I was about to like like throw the headphones off and just run outside and scream, this is bullshit. <laughs> no. Okay. No, no. So I know. You've always I you've always never, been the new kid. Ever. Ever <laughs> into ninety eight degrees right. or in sync or I can't remember the names of any of the other ones. None of it. Not for me. I feel you protest a little too hard on this subject. Don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. So you've always been the new kid. You moved around a lot. Moved around a lot. Yep. And when I moved from Chicago to Kansas City, it was for high school. Right. And this song, I went to, I went from being one of three white kids in a school. Mm Mm-hmm in a very urban setting to a suburban setting in Kansas city where there were like a lot of white kids mm-hmm. who come from money, 
who'd been there their whole lives. And I walked in with like my grunge clothes and my short hair. And I felt this way, like this title song was like, I don't like any of you (laughs) and you can all go away. Yeah. So for me, it was like more personal. I get you. And I was like ready to like shed that layer to move on to the next chapter. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I know. It's deep stuff. Did you know you were getting into this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. With you? When you chose Tool? Like, no, I knew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it connects to a four-letter word. What did you say? I said because I knew deepness was coming because I knew Tool connects to a four-letter word. Yeah. And what's that four letter word again? (laughs) I'm not saying it yet. (laughs) I'm not saying it yet because it's not the title track Mm -hmm. maybe doesn't have things that I would connect to this four letter word that you speak of. Yeah, no, I would agree. If if you could connect, you know, that to that, I'd be like, wait, you're, that, that's a stretch. <laughs> yeah, you're like, Lynn's really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but if you look down, mm-hmm. if you look down the list of song titles, yes. I mean, there are some other really amazing ones. So what, Stink what, Fist, okay. Eulogy, yep. Forty Six and Two, mm-hmm. H, oh, H, Third Eye. Yep. I mean, I don't even have to tell you Third Eye is what it's going to be about. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, so th- then that begs the question. Let- let's go to H, because I often forget about H. All right, let's go to H. H, period. Yep. Which End of, end of song title. Yeah, which is epic. Um, yeah, tell me, do you know the history? Um, no, not really. I think, I think you can educate me. I actually don't know. You don't? No. (gasps) Why not? I don't know. I, because I looked up the lyrics, so I would have some, some ammo. Well, I mean, um, what I just found quickly is H most likely stands for half full. Okay. Um, so that's kind of weird. Hmm. But I mean, so what is it? What is it about H for you? Okay. H for me is, is like a metamorphosis. Okay. Did you ever read that book? No. Nope. Okay. It's essentially like, you know, when the caterpillar turns into a butterfly and they like go hide in their cocoon for X amount of days and it's gross and disgusting and their whole being changes on the outside. Mm-hmm. And then when they emerge, it, you know, the, the whole shape is different. Everything is different. And I, and I, it's about like shedding the skin and oh, here I go. Yep. I can't, I can't even, can't stop. He's not, Maynard's not talking about physically shedding skin. Right. He's talking about, and in the first 
in the first stanza, he says, open up my heart again. He, he wants his heart to be open. He wants to connect. He wants to be void of hate because we all want that. Mm-hmm. And that's fucking yoga. <laughs> Five, two. Fine. Um... <laughs> huh. And it's not pretty. No. You can attest to this. No. Yeah, it's... It's It's not pretty when you're going through the process of your yoga journey. It's not not these gorgeous asanas that you see, which we've talked about before on Instagram. It's, it's a process and it's a commitment and it's yucky in there, Mm -hmm. but it's the only way that we can get any real healing so that we don't have to suffer anymore with whatever we're carrying around with us. And that's what he's talking about in H. At least that's how I hear it. So I, I, I think you're hitting it pretty close on the head. Um, and I just found um, like the basis for this song. And I'm like, Ugh. so I read this and go, oh, this is why I like this song so much. And I never knew this before. Um, it's based on his experiences as being abused uh, abused as a child and how it affected him um, in his family. Wow. So um, it's, wow. Um, so he, he, he talks about how his son and his wife have no hate, but he wants to lash out at them. Because mm-hmm. he, because of his abuse. Mm-hmm. So this song is about him refusing to give in to the temptation of doing that. Wow. And a quote from him is, this is one of the deepest songs he has ever written. Mm-hmm. That's heavy. And I didn't know any of that. Yeah. I was only picking up on what I was feeling and hearing in the song. Yeah. Is that there was a there was a a struggle and a change happening. Yep. Hmm. Ugh. So I wonder what H actually stands for then. Like maybe that's his kiddo's name. So his kid's middle name is H. Oh, okay. So it's for him possibly but also uh maynard's middle name is herbert Mm. so a lot of people there's a lot of speculation could it be about half empty like there's just a lot yeah um i think the kid one would make the most sense to me yeah (sighs) wow yeah, not I. I had no idea it was about his journey through abuse and then how he like kept at bay the temptation of wanting to lash out at his wife and son. Isn't it interesting how music can really touch you, and you don't have to know what it's about. Nope. And then when you find out what it's about, it, it like hits home in a different place. Yep. 
Yeah. So now every time you hear this, it's going to be different for you. Yeah. I think it will actually like hit harder. Yeah. You might need a tissue. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Remember earlier when you said something lovingly to me as a friend would say to a friend? Yeah. That was me. Yeah. (laughs) From a friend to a friend. From a friend to a friend. Here's a punch in the gut for you, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) Grab a fucking Kleenex. (laughs) Oh, God. Isn't it amazing what Tool does to you? Yes. You know? I love this. Yeah. Like, so one minute we're being taken to, like, let's get rid of all these superficial people. To the next, oh, this is about me not giving in to temptation to lashing out at people. Yeah. <sighs> See, Flash changing into a better person. Yeah. Like or a less a less a person who struggles less. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Ooh. All right. So how about forty six and two? Okay. Um, a long time ago. Yep. Go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say musically, that song always like just catches me off guard every goddamn time. How so? <sighs> like just the uh, take the lyrics out of it completely. Okay. Like just the way it builds itself up and it's like it like hits a point where it comes like operatic. Mm. And I'm like, what are they doing? <laughs> Like the, the 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 energy that they just built using just the music without the lyrics, and then you throw the lyrics in, and you're like, "God damn it!" <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's me. So, what about you? I heard a long time ago that this forty six and two was about chromosomes. Yes, you are correct. And forty six and two was like two different sexes i don't know um and being able to change again to like change this like this what we are Mm -hmm. his lyrics to me are very similar here like his shadows shedding skin he's been picking scabs again Mm -hmm you know, like wallowing in my own confused and insecure delusions, which we talk about (laughs) in yoga. Six. (laughs) Go ahead. Six and two. Just saying. It's kind of funny how we're at a six and two right now. (laughs) We talk about that because we all make up stories in our head. Mm Mm-hmm. I even said that to you before we got on air was like, I'm so worried about getting COVID that then I start feeling like I had COVID symptoms because I've created this story in my head. It's my own delusion, Mm -hmm. but my body's believing my brain. So we all do it. It doesn't matter what it's about. Right. Um, and then, and then he goes on to say like later, like change is coming. Now's my time. And so, again, I, I took this as, like, another kind of metamorphosis. 
Oh, it, it totally is. Um, Cause. Or almost like a birth. Yeah. Like he's like growing in the womb. Yep. It's kind of, it's kind of creepy gross. If you think about the visualization that some of the lyrics bring to you. Mm -hmm. But I think you're right. Musically, like if we were take out the lyrics completely, this song is, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And I, that's what I connect to first is the feeling of the song. And then when I learn the lyrics, I'm like, oh, well, no wonder. So when I was listening to this album, I felt like I was going through a lot of changes in my life. And this still, and it still hits home. Yeah. Cause I, I don't think change never stops. Yeah. Well, let's hope it, oh, it, 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 no, it can't. I mean, I think if change stops, you die. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think you're right. Same with learning, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're coming up on, I mean, pretty soon it's going to be one year since I met you. I know. And in a year, and, you know, <laughs> the amount of change I've seen from from you, and I know the change you've seen from me. Yeah. And that's a year. I was actually thinking about what to get you for our friendiversary. Friendiversary. <laughs> <laughs> but I owe you a dollar now, so maybe I'm not going to get you anything. Yeah, you did lose <laughs> <kidding>. that <laughs> But I mean, it's, it's true. Um, because like, so us right now, like we, we have 46 chromosomes. Yeah. 46 and two. So 48 chromosomes is, is like the next evolution, <clears throat> evolution of humans. Mm. So, I mean, he's, he's talking about you nailed it like the change yeah oh god god damn i can't remember if i saw this music video or not was there like creepy crawly gray claymation happening i don't know because so many of them they all kind of look the same yeah um Except for the pot, that one was weird. I don't remember. I don't think I saw. I don't think I saw. I need to. Obviously, you know what I'm doing after we get off the phone. Yeah. No, you got to go see that. Um, I'm going to YouTube the shit out of some <laughs> Tool music videos. Oh yeah, yeah, because they're all epic. Um. Um. I actually have. I'll share these with you. I think somewhere I have DVDs on an actual disc which I know you love about me. Yep. Um, of old Tool concerts that were recorded. That's amazing. Because I never went to one. Right. But I somehow got bootleg copies <laughs> of them. I forgot about that until just now. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So we've talked about Anima. Yep. We talked about age. Yep. 46 and 2. Yep. What do you want? Stink fist, eulogy, or third eye? 
Oh, you got to go to Third Eye for obvious reasons. Okay, fine. Yeah. Third Eye. Mm -hmm. Again. Mm -hmm. There's a certain four-letter word (laughs) I shall not say. Okay. I'm not going to say it. (laughs) (laughs) But, so Third Eye, if I'm reading this correctly, it's like, I think he's talking about his kid. And I think he's like, I don't know, falling in love with his child or like realizing how deep a love from parent to child is. Mm -hmm. And I think, and, and you, I don't, I don't know if you had this experience, but for me, when I became Forrest's parent, Mm -hmm and his primary caregiver and his giver of life, I felt like I had been split open from my heart space. Like, well, from my whole body, really. But emotionally, from my heart space, just like, I didn't know that I didn't know what love felt like until I met him. (laughs) And I love Yoshi. Yep. I am devoted and dedicated and he's my best friend. But, but the love that I felt for Forrest was unbelievable, unspeakable. Like I don't have words to talk about the depth of feeling I had for this tiny, helpless human being that I made. And so I think toward the end of this song when he's like he gets like he's saying it on repeat like a mantra prying open my third eye prying open my third eye like over and over again like all of a sudden there's this understanding and it's not gentle Mm -hmm. it's like a splitting apart yeah Um... I don't know that's how I always took it so, that mantra is repeated for um, 16 times. Mm-hmm. 16 times. Prying open my third eye. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. I mean, you're, you're kind of hitting it on the head, but also... This is another song that was influenced by Bill Hicks. Really? Yep. A comedian? A comedian. Um, Tell me more. So the the what kind of got Maynard kind of writing is um Bill Hicks and and this wasn't a comedy routine. He talked about the third eye um is to see the beauty of the universe. Okay. And in today's culture, watching TV was like black spray paint over it. Oh. Yeah. So that's what it's about. Well, no, that's the that was the that talk <clears throat> was the influence to write the song. Okay. Which is crazy. Yeah, it's funny to me. I mean. You know, there's like, there's always that 
um, the relationship between artists and insanity and right. genius. And you're just like, it's kind of muddled in there. Mm-hmm. It, it's amazing to me that he could take something that doesn't seem like much of anything and turn it into a song like this. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's... like I just, I'm not an artist, so that doesn't happen for me, but like, it's incredible. It is. Um, in the connection of the third eye, like the third eye is, I mean, of course, tool is going to take it and do something amazing with the third eye, which, you know, I know, you know, but maybe not a lot of people know, like the third eye comes from Eastern philosophy. Right. So then, you know, Maynard does what he does and takes a concept that a comedian talked about and writes something amazing. Yeah. Um, but what's what's also funny is how prevalent if you I don't know I don't know how much you think about it, but like it's amazing how prevalent the third eye is in everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all right, so we're now gonna go to six three. Um, yes. So every every Christmas, um, it's a, becoming a tradition. Every Christmas, Judah and I get the same Joe Rogan T-shirt. Okay. So he has vegan cat. I have vegan cat. And this past Christmas, we got the just the standard Joe Rogan T-shirt, which is a third eye in the middle of his head. Oh yes, I have seen that. Yeah. Somewhere. So it's probably kind of, from you. Probably, yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of it's kind of funny. Comedians are highlighting the third eye. Yeah. Tool is highlighting the third eye. It's really everywhere. It is, yeah. It, you know, and which makes me believe there's got to be something to it, right? Yeah. Um, it's how we end a session with yeah. one another. Mm-hmm. And Chris will say something when he's done teaching a class. He'll say, Chris is so good. I actually went to sleep last night thinking about how good of a human Chris was. (laughs) Despicable. (laughs) (laughs) I did text him and tell him today. That's good. (laughs) um, He's like, he'll be like, you know, bring your hands to your heart. Thumbs touching your heart space. Mm -hmm. Fill Fill up your hands with the love from your heart bring your thumbs to your third eye in between your eyebrows and send your love out into the rest of the world. That's how Chris ends the class. Okay. And so it's awesome. Yeah. He's, he's pretty great. Yeah. um, I agree. So there's, I do, there's something about, there's something magical and spiritual and, you know, almost even, intellectual like this thirst for knowledge and this understanding that there's more than meets the eye Mm -hmm. you know there's so many forces at work here that are unseen (laughs) yeah and that third eye and we've talked about it that's like your intuition Mm -hmm. you know that's like your deeper knowing or you're just like understanding without without having to intellectualize it. Yeah. And, you know, so of course, like, to me, 
even before becoming a yoga teacher. Go ahead. It's fine. It's fine. It's just seven. Okay. I mean, I mean <laughs> it's fine. I, I knew that there was a deeper understanding and deeper knowing of Maynard's lyrics. Like they weren't just, they're not just fluff with like some of the other bands I listened to. Ooh, who's a band that's fluff? Well, like, I don't know. I love Blink-182, but I don't think there was like a whole lot of depth happening. (laughs) Okay. Or I'm trying to think of who else. Like Beck. I love Beck. I don't always understand it. I, you know, they're just like quirky. Yeah. which I love, yep. but, but it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same overpowering feelings that I got from listening to, to tool. Yeah. Or Metallica, Metallica, old Metallica did the same thing for me. Oh, old Metallica. And then they cut their hair and ruined it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. So, and then, you know, I think Maynard continues on this journey where like a lot of, okay. I think some of his songs later in, in lateralis in 10,000 days and in uh, fear inoculum, Mm -hmm. there are songs like about heaven and hell. Yeah. There are songs about like being at the gates. There are songs about, the fallen angel there and it's an amazing song and mm-hmm. it's like 20 minutes yep because it's a two for one deal yes it is and you can't just listen to one of them no or what about all the songs about like being abducted by aliens yeah i'm not the lucky one this shit doesn't happen to me where's mm. my pen i forgot my pen like that's all stuff that's happening up here in this like other realm yep it's deep stuff i just went on a tangent you're not passionate at all about this obviously (laughs) i barely like tool (laughs) why did you pick this topic (laughs) it's it's because this is what we needed today Um, yeah we i'm glad we picked something that i could be passionate about without like offending people yeah (laughs) Um, hmm. all right do you want to talk about stink fist or eulogy stink fist yeah okay go to stink fist all right so stink fist which is a hilarious name yeah like again this album hits when i'm 17 years old okay so 17 year old jason like took things just too literal Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I already know what you're going to talk about. Well, I mean. <sighs> Second stanza. Here we go. Well, I mean, it's just. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know. I mean, but then. <sighs> OK, because it's can I. Yeah, jump in. Can I. OK, so some of the lyrics are I wouldn't want you any other way. Mm-hmm. It's not enough. I need more. Nothing seems to satisfy. 
I don't want it. I just need it Yep. to breathe, to feel, to know I'm alive. Yep. And then it goes on to talk about finger deep. Yep. Uh, show me that you love me and that we belong together. Mm-hmm. Like, I know what this sounds like. Yep. I think people are getting the point here. Mm-hmm. Right? L- relax. Turn around. Take my hand. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I think it's... What... Or what about the line where it's like, this may hurt a little. Yeah. But it's something you'll get used to. Yeah. I mean... We, I mean, it sounds like like a thing. It does. And especially at 17 years old. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, 17-year-old Lindsay took it the same way. Yeah. Yeah. And then it turns out, like, you get older. And you actually, like, truly listen. Um, And it's about, I mean, oh, God. I guess the best way to describe it is we become numb to yeah. the, the subtlety of beauty of things. Yeah. But it uses this violent imagery to get that to come across. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, oh, <laughs> you know. <sighs> and I think he's questioning here, like, how can any of this mean anything mm-hmm. if we don't feel anything at all? And so many of us are closed off to the feelings yep well because we're programmed and conditioned and well practiced now at this point in our lives to not feel things yeah because it's easier yep because then you can continue about whatever it is you were doing beforehand Mm -hmm. and we pretend like it's not there and so when you start to peel back those layers it does hurt yeah (laughs) Because now you have to feel feelings and deal with it. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, um, and I, and I fall into this. I mean, you're kind of, you're kind of taught that feelings are stupid. Right. <laughs> so it's like, I think. I was too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember being told like not to cry about, like not to cry, like yeah. don't cry about it. Yep. Which I, I hope the, those words don't come out of my mouth to Forrest. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's plenty to cry about. And even if he's crying about something that I don't think is worth crying about, like Daisy, our dog, one of them, mm-hmm. licked his hand because he essentially is a giant stick of peanut butter. <laughs> I mean, those are the things he cries about right now, right? Because right. he's four. Mm-hmm. My response to him isn't, don't cry about it. My response to him is, maybe we should wash our hands. Because right now, Daisy thinks you're a snack. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, you know, like, I'm sorry she licked you. Yeah. But you, you smell like peanut butter. <laughs> you know, so... I don't want him to hear those same things that I heard. Mm -hmm. Like, suck it up. You'll be fine. You're supposed to pretend like everything's okay all the time. Right. Yeah. And I think that crosses 
I think that crosses genders. I I don't think that that's like a. I do think there's a lot of that for young boys or people who are raising their children as boys and what that means to them and their family. But as an oldest daughter, mm-hmm. I got that same message. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, oddly enough, on Tuesday, I was having a conversation and it, the question came up, when was the last time you cried? Today. Well, and I looked at that person and I said, best of my memory, 18. What? Yep. I cried today. Yeah. And I got quite... I was a... watching Queer Eye. Really? That's that's all it took. Oh, my God. I love that show so much. Yeah. I actually texted three people and said, I wouldn't be mad if you nominated me for Queer Eye, mm-hmm. which was like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Mm-hmm. Nominate me for Queer Eye, please. <laughs> but who knows if they'll take me up on it. Right. Yeah, I love it. I love it because of how much, how much love there is. Yeah. So I'm crying. It was like a good reason to cry. But yeah. Yeah. 18 years old. Yeah. Yeah. And just, 30 years ago. Uh, 30. I'm not 40. I have no idea how old you are. I'm, so 30 would make me 48. Um, Amazing. <laughs> I'm not 48. Um, I'm not a math teacher. No. <laughs> Didn't I text you something ridiculous yesterday about math? Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, man. Uh, 23 years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's been it's been 23 years, and I just remember the person I was talking to just like you haven't. I was like, nope, and it it was like, oh, I guess that's not normal. Yeah, and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh, let's just pretend like that hasn't happened. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, but it was just it's a conditioning, like you know to so, be. I'm so curious to know if you explored that further or if you are going to explore that further. Um, probably. Um, okay. Yeah. That's a, that's another podcast down the road. Sure. <laughs> um, but it's, it's something that and I, I think you're right. Like here we go again with tools, like just, you know, stink fist, like you are conditioned. These are the things, you know, I, unfortunately, I grew up in a way that you pain don't hurt. Mm-hmm. Like you just push through it. Right. And luckily, I have somebody that doesn't allow me to get away with that with my kids. Yeah. Like I don't talk to my kids the way I was talked to. Um, and sometimes it's hard because it's like, no, when I was that age, like you didn't cry about that. So luckily, uh, Noel doesn't allow that to occur and like kind of brings me back from it. Good. Yeah, she's a, she's a troublemaker. <laughs> I actually, I just looked up when Maynard was born because mm-hmm. he is older than us. Yeah. Um, he's actually my mom's age. And to me, that makes sense because when we were teenagers... He was, you know, close to the ages we are now. Yep. Um, and so I, and you've got to, you've got to think that 
he has been through some shit in his life, Mm -hmm. which is how songs like this, how albums like this, how artists like this, you know, express themselves and deal with the things that they've been through, the things that they've experienced, the hurt, the pain, the, the all of it, the life. Did you ever listen to A Perfect Circle? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Me too. Yep. Actually, I have a few of their albums too. Mm-hmm. One of his other bands. Not as good. Not as but, good. But still good. Yeah. That song with the nurse. What what is that one called? I can't remember. Doesn't matter. But mm-hmm. um. All right, stink fist. Yeah. It's all about the feels. All about the feels, and then. Not actually about butt no. sex. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There, I said it. <laughs> you know what's hilarious about that? What? You're somebody's parent. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's not like, you know, Forrest is a teenager right now. He's almost yeah, four. He's not going to listen yeah. to this. He does get a kick out of it, though, when I'm playing us yep. on, like, the on the Bluetooth speaker. Yep. And he's like, Mom, that's you. Yeah. And that's and that's Jason. Yep. He's a daddy, too. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That's what, that's what he hears. He just hears our voices. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I never listen to a whole session of you and me when he's around because no. <laughs> inappropriate. That's right. I try to keep and he's the, a sponge. I, that's right. I try to keep this podcast clean and then you're just dropping F-bombs. <sighs> I know. It's really my fault. <laughs> it's because I have to contain myself all day at school now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> if I was in high school, I wouldn't have to work so hard. No, you wouldn't. Um, <laughs> so eulogy, eulogy. Oh, what an epic song! Love it. Do you know? Do you know what that's about? Tell me, because he uh, Maynard has come out publicly. Oh, yeah. okay. So a lot of people are like, "Oh, it's about Jesus Christ." Oh, what? Yeah, nope. Uh, it's directed towards L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> like oh he, my God! He really hates L. Ron Hubbard. Okay. Yep. Um, so it's, it's about like, it's, it's kind of amazing once you realize like what's going on. Um, so a lot of people just took it as, as a song towards Jesus Christ. And then finally Maynard came out and said, no, it's about Elron Hubbard standing on his soapbox and claiming he's sacrificing himself. Mm. Um, to get people to come into Scientology. Whereas Maynard believes you should make your own decisions. Okay. Even though I didn't know this was about L. Ron Hubbard, Mm -hmm. I did know that it was about some megalomaniac insert any name, Mm -hmm. current or past. Yeah. Uh Oh, I I think I, am I detecting you (laughs) might make a reference? I'm not making any it's, reference. It's okay if you want to. You got to let it out. Except to say <laughs> that no, I'm not. Okay, that's fine. I'm not making a reference. So except that there are plenty of them out there. Yep. 
And it's mostly about how you need, I, my favorite line is here in here is like, get off your fucking cross. Mm-hmm. Like quit trying to be a martyr. Yep. Quit trying to, and the, my other favorite line is, um, where does, where is it? Um, ranting and pointing his finger at nothing, at everything but his heart. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this a little bit before is so much of what I see and what we're seeing in, in our politicians right now and other people. Yeah. Um, people with power, right? So mm-hmm. like a lot of white males, particularly right now and in the past is there's, there's a lack of humanity. There's a lack of compassion. There's a lack of, um, I don't know, emotion. And they're, you know, they're up there on their like podiums talking about how incredible they are. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I didn't know the L. Ron Hubbard thing. Yeah. He's the, target. I don't even know if I really knew what Scientology was when I listened to this album. Uh, no, no, I, I don't think. Cause I, yeah. What's her, but Tom Cruise's ex-wife, not, not, um, Shoot, if I can remember any celebrities' names. So the was... girl who played Joey in Dawson's Creek. Oh, not Nicole Kidman. So that was not the... the next one. Katie Holmes. That girl. Yeah. And she might not have played Joey. I might be mistaking her with another character because I hated that show. But it was too goody goody for me. Um, <laughs> because you know I liked Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So... Of course you did. <laughs> But I did not like whatever spinoff there was. You didn't like Angel? Cordelia and Angel. No, I hated oh. it. And I didn't like Bones, which came after that. Like I didn't. <gasps> I stopped didn't at like Buffy. Bones? No. Oh. I know. That's my jam with Judah. Yeah, my sister loves it too. Or she did. I stopped at Buffy. I actually stopped watching TV for a long time after that because I was like so poor and living on my own that I didn't have television. Because <laughs> at that point I graduated high school, <laughs> um, <laughs> probably why I fell off the like music train, yeah. television train. Um, shoot, where was I going? Oh, Katie Holmes was still like playing on Dawson's Creek. Yep. When this song was out, yeah. so yeah, I didn't really know about Scientology yet until until I think the whole Katie Holmes thing. I didn't even know really then because i was like eh, who cares like katie holmes look at, like okay tom cruise is an old dude and katie holmes whatever um i mean i think it was really the whole like going clear like the book and the documentary oh i never saw that <sighs> it's amazing didn't we get a glimpse of some weirdness happening though in that oh, fucked up movie he did with nicole kidman eyes wide shut that one. No, that was Stanley K- uh, K- Kubrick's oh, last movie before he died. Yeah, Clockwork yeah. Orange. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, but it's, yeah, Scientology. Like, I think I'm really starting to. So back in 95, 96, Maynard was kind of calling out all of it. 
I also have read at some point in my love obsession with Tool that Maynard was on a spiritual journey. And he, I don't know, this might be hearsay, but like he tried to get his bandmates to come down this rabbit hole with him. Yeah. But I think he went a little too far for them. I'm not entirely sure. I mean, I could see that. <laughs> but I could see it. Yeah. I mean, it's um cuz he he is a uh he strikes me as somebody that when he focuses on something, he goes all in. I wonder, yeah, mhm, kind of like you. Yeah, I can identify a little <laughs> bit with that. Um did you know that he was a cadet at West Point? No. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. I do know that he has a vineyard. He has a vineyard and a restaurant. A restaurant? Yep. Uh, where he, um, he, he it's, so it's an Italian restaurant, and, like, his pasta is made with heirloom pasta, or heirloom wheat. Oh. Yeah. Like, it's really supposed to be, like, amazing. Also, did you know that he had to have his hip replaced? His hip? Yep, because he would stomp so much on stage, he wore out his hip. Oh my gosh, he was a stomper. Yep. Um, which just... Wow. Yeah. From the impact. hmm Man. Yeah. Um, so now I kind of want to like, okay, now I'm going to have to really like dive deep and find out if he went on a spiritual thing. Because it would make yeah. s- sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, just based on some of the lyrics and then kind of how the disc the discology mm-hmm. morphs so he did make a statement religion is basically a marketing plan oh yeah well yeah <laughs> discology that's yeah. a glass of wine discography <laughs> <laughs> So are you not taking part in Sober October? <laughs> is that a thing? It is. It is. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Um, nope. I would like to say. I, I have not not drank wine since March 15th. Huh. What? Every every night. What What happened around March 15th? The whole world stopped. <laughs> and I was trapped in this house with four people with yep. penises. Two of whom I'm related to. <laughs> it was not. It was not the most enjoyable two months of my life. Uh. <laughs> I haven't stopped since. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's I'm, a new thing I'm trying out, really, yeah. because I've never really drank this much before. I'm. I'm. I'm just saying we're. What is it? Two days into October. Yeah. I haven't touched a single substance. You know, I mean, some some of us just you know how to cr- know how to crush sober October. Okay, well, I didn't even know it existed. Also, I ran out of whiskey, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I just yeah, haven't... I do. I wonder, and even like the artwork. Yep. Especially for Lateralis. Yep. What's that guy? The the author the artist name is Gray something Gray. Um, where it's, he's all, it's all like, I mean, it's, it's a human body and you can see like the insides, but you also see like 
a lot of the um, energetic parts of the body internally and externally and how that connects to the universe at large because we're all energy Mm -hmm. and so you know that's I think and then if we don't if we really did dive into like the song lyrics of lateralis and you know I think we would find that there's a lot of spiritual stuff happening here 10,000 days the album cover is like three heads morphed into one Mm -hmm. where you can like see it face forward and then on either side it's like a profile view yeah yeah well that's eastern that's that's eastern art right there well i i think i don't know what happened but based on this statement i think it makes a lot of sense him going towards eastern uh religion is basically a marketing plan they're going to pass a plate in front of you, trick you into giving 10% of your income to some child molesting. I'm going to stop there or, (laughs) or trick you into giving up your civil rights over some storybook. That is a person that had something go wrong with Western religion. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to have to go down that rabbit hole because you said something. Now I've got to research it and find it out. (laughs) (laughs) yeah because i really think that starts becoming pretty apparent in lateralis 10,000 days yep i don't i don't know so much about fear inoculum yeah yeah fear inoculum kind of caught everybody off guard right like i hadn't heard anything and then all of a sudden how did i find out I might have heard it on the radio, but then also a good friend of mine who I happen to also play D&D with, mm-hmm. um, he's a huge Tool fan. And so he, I think he had posted something on his Instagram, but I was already listening to the album when he posted it. And I was like, oh my God, you knew too? <laughs> it was, But it was like, a, I just like was there. Yeah, I, re- I remember finding out and actually pre-ordering it. You did? Oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm like. Oh, I'm... I had to wait until it was on. I didn't know until it was on Spotify. Oh no, I pre-ordered. Like I'm like I am getting a physical copy. You have a legit hard copy. Oh, I I not only have a legit hard copy, it's the hard copy that comes with an LCD screen built into the case that plays what? yeah it plays artwork when you open the case stop they make those tool did <laughs> that's pretty badass it even has built-in speakers wow yeah um wow I, my attitude was like well i've been waiting this long if i'm going in i'm going all in <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, Cause that's the tool thing to do. You go all in. <laughs> of course. So, uh, so what I've learned this evening is basically tool like solves everything. Of course. Um, I listen to it when I'm in a good mood. Yep. I listen to it to pump me up. Yep. I listen to it to release. Yep. I listen to it when I'm in a bad mood. Okay. I listen to it to reminisce. What else is there? Maybe not in like the depths of grief. Ooh, that would be tough. But like, 
I was rocking out on my way home from school today. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I like actually worried that people were going to tell me to turn my music down because ah. I was like, you know, at a stoplight next to them. <laughs> And that's when you simply turn your head and flip them the bird. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually when I was wishing that I had a subwoofer in my trunk that Ooh. I've always dreamed of having. Yep. And I've never had one, but I've always wanted one. But I need tinted windows for that, too. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe someday dreams will come true. Maybe. Okay, so... We still love Tool. We do. We love new Tool. We love old Tool. Mm -hmm. We love everything about it. Yeah. Maynard, we love you. Yeah. Amazing. And I mean, we've even said on here publicly, if we had the type of money, our theme music would be Tool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So maybe we should ask folks again because we have some new folks listening. Yeah. We need Um, music. We need music for our intro and outro, which is a word that we use and we know it's not real, but we're using it anyway. Yep. So if you're of the musically inclined persuasion. Yeah. Like help us out. Yeah, please. We'd we'd love to get a sample of some music. Yeah. And of course, give you all the credit in the world for that. All of it. Because it'd be amazing. Yeah. And if it sounds a little bit like Tool, that's fine. Without without sounding exactly like Tool, <laughs> so we don't get in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be really cool. <laughs> that'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah. Be Tool. Right. Be Tool influenced. That would be the way to do it. I like that. That's good. Yeah. Way to use that adjective. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shut up, teacher. <laughs> and that's all for now. <laughs> We'd love to continue the conversation with you at lehmanandlins at gmail.com or on Instagram at Opine Nation. Join us next week when we opine about another tough and humorous life topic. <laughs>